Welcome to Wolf Den's Saturday set where it is business as usual and where you're going to get on with what we love to do, which is bet all day long on a Saturday, but it begins now. How are you, King Zone? I'm all right, mate. actually surprised myself how much I lost last weekend. <laughs> and, yeah, real funny. And now I've uh, got stripped yesterday as well, but I'm strong, I'm here, I'm confident. Very good. The, what is it? The, it's always darkest before the dawn. The night is darkest just before the dawn. And I promise you, the dawn is coming. Yeah, that's right. And I released a new model yesterday, which I've been working on for a while, which had a little bit of the AI-inspired uh, form, a few things I've discovered in it. So watch out, bookies. I'm coming for you. <laughs> and how are we going with Wolfden AI, which is going to be a, a deeper form product? We were going to launch we? it next uh, Tuesday. We struck a bit of a hiccup, which was out of our control, a bit of a tech hiccup. but So it had to be put back another week. I reckon two weeks it'll be up for sure. But yeah. It's coming on really, really well. I've done all the back testing. I'm really happy with the results and I can't wait to get it out there. So really looking forward to it. Yeah, great. Well, you and I'll sit down when it's just before it's going to launch. You and I'll sit down and have a good chat about it. Can't wait. Put it together as a piece of content, deliver it to everyone out there. I think they'll really like it. Yep. Fizzer, hi, mate. G'day, boys. How are you? Yeah. Ready to rock and roll? I'm ready to go. Excellent. All right, a little bit of housekeeping. Um, Melbourne Racing Club, it's Members Day this Saturday. They've given us the opportunity to give you out there four tickets if you want it. Go and hit the link. Um, in the description, away you go. We're going to move straight to feature races. The first one is at that said meeting of Caulfield, Caulfield mm. Race 8. The Jeffrey Belmain Stakes Group 3, 1,200 metres, and for four-year-old mares and older, what did you make of Who's it? Who's Jeffrey Belmain? Don't know. Okay. Yeah, I'm with uh, Road to Arataki. Road to Arataki, yeah. Yeah, Road to Arataki. I always call it Road to Arataki. Mm, I think a lot reason. of people do, yeah. This horse needs to go forward from the barrier. It's drawn out in barrier nine. It runs its best races on pace. It needs to go forward and it's probably sits second, but it's the only course I could be on. The race looks a little bit easier for it. So it is first up. It's not an official Saturday set tip, but it's the only horse I'm interested in the race. What do you say, Fizz? Yeah, I'm um, number four party for one and Road to Arataki as well. Um, it's obviously, I think, got the best form lines, the toppy. Um, again, it's not a betting race for me, that one. That one's just going to be a sit and watch. Do you think it'll be um, ready to fire up first up? Is it jump, that's that's I, jump outs or anything that you know of? I haven't, I haven't done enough in-depth form for that race. Yeah. Got a little bit caught up in other races. So um, I would have to have a look and see whether or not the jump out was something I liked before I stepped in. Yeah, cool. I might stay with you, Fizzer. So the other race that was quite interesting was uh, Rose Hill Race 4, yep. the Southern Cross Stakes, Group 3, 1,200 metres. Yeah. Well, I found a uh, Jason Dima runner here. Um, race 4, number 6, hard to say. I will be having a small bet on this one. So this is an official Saturday set too? No, it isn't. Okay. <laughs> but I will be having a bet on this horse okay. uh, sometime during the weekend for sure. And there's also some very nice two-year-old races, but we sort of steered away from them because there's a lot of um, first starters and also horses that haven't even had a public trial, both in Melbourne, at Caulfield and around with some nice two-year-old racing. But there is, there is. And um, I always find those quite tough. You've got the raced horses that the form's there on the board and then you've got the first starters and I don't know how they're going to perform on race day. I think there's better people out there doing the form for the uh, young horses than there is for me. Maybe like the king zone. Yes, 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 yes. No pace in this race. Um, Malkovich straight to the front, Lady Laguna and hard to say sitting second and third. Those are the two that I want to be on, Lady Laguna and hard to say. When I say I want to be on them, though, they're not much value at the moment, Two twenty-five and about $4. So I wouldn't be stepping into those prices. little bit of value. I'll limit my stake for this race, but I am going to back them both, Lady Laguna and hard to say. Uh, I think they've just got more upside than Malkovich and I can't see anything else coming into the race from 
further than one, two, three back. All right, Kingsland, why don't you roll straight into your Saturday set? No worries. Let's start up in uh, Brizzy. Eagle Farm, race eight, number nine, Belvedere Boys. Loved his first up win at Doombin two weeks ago. And the rising grade he should be able to handle. Plenty of upside to this horse. Then let's go down south of the border. Caulfield, race four, number two, Eniza. He's going to go straight to the front, 1,000 metres at Caulfield. He's a massive tick to be uh, on the bunny there. Two months ago, won over the same course and distance after sitting wide, which I really loved as well. Mm-hmm. And then uh, back to Rose Hill, race eight, number nine, infatuation. No luck last start at all. Zach Lloyd on board, no weight, on pace, tick, tick, tick. Let's go. I need two out of three. I need Actually, I need three out of three. Ooh. Two's not good enough on Saturday. Let's right. go, Fizzer. Let's do it, Fizzer. Let's go, mate. Righto. I'll start in Morpherville, race four, number seven. Will he be a factor? Um, this horse is on a seven-day backup. Um, sat wide last start and hit the line beautifully. Lost to the actual leader of that race. But um, everything um, points to a great run in transit this time in and a very strong bet for me. Mm-hmm. Race two in Rose Hill. I'm going for a roughy number eight, Phase Angel. I think I've been on Phase Angels before on the set. Uh, it's about 25 to one. I'm backing it each way. I'm having a good bet on it. Uh, it's trialled leading into this. It's 15.50 first up. It's uh, run competitively in these sorts of races before and I think at those odds it's over the odds and it's a good bet. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to Eagle Farm race four, number 12. Um, beaten by two horses in the same race as at uh, last start but it gets a better weight pull this time around and I'm just banking on Wallet to, to polish this one up and – Get us the get us the cash this time, and it's about three dollars eighty. So, what's the name of that one? That one is called Fleur de Monde. We love a good wall of polish. Yeah, well, nothing like a good polish. <laughs> uh, with that out of the way, I will uh, move to the A set tips. So, starting with Dano. Dano's back from a little bit of a holiday. Great to have him back. Eagle Farm race five, number two. Captain Fenkel. I'd lightly race three out with just two starts. He won his maiden nicely last start and impressed with his late strength, drawing away from the chases over the final 100 metres. He's got plenty of upside potential and looks to have found a nice race to win again. Moving to Dream Team Matt. Roseville race six, number four, Morning Sun, drawn to control the race with J-Mac on board. Nice Aussie debut against Age of Sale, and this import can break through on Saturday. He did well last week, Dream Team. He did, he's on fire. Yeah. He's had a good week as well. $5 winner. Momentum, best bet. momentum. Always Fitzy did well last week as Come well. on, Dream Team. Mm. And uh, Chris Camilleri, Rose Hill Race 9, number 6, our Cobby son, comes off a dominant second up win over 1,100 metres last start at the track. The way the gelding ran through the line indicates the 1,200 metres suits and J-Max sticks, exclamation mark. Was off mark, the map last exclamation time. Exclamation mark. Yeah, it was a huge go, wasn't it? Mm, our Cobby son. This episode is brought to you by our good friends at Ladbrokes. Join Ladbrokes today and support the podcast by using the code GALLOP. Take on the fun this autumn carnival with the Ladbrokes app, loaded with the best racing features, including bet ticker, so you can see where the big bets land, yard comments to give you the on-course insight straight from the parade ring, and black book so you can add your favourite runners and get notified before they race. So take on the fun and Ladbroke it this autumn carnival. What's gambling really costing you? For free and confidential support, call the number on the screen or visit the website. Um, so just a few little things to chat about before we wrap up. Paps punt, Tom Papley, um, one of the favourites of the den. He had a good mm. day at Randwick yesterday and also Ryan Clark. what they do? And Paddy McCartan. They're out at Randwick and they've got a horse with John O'Shea. It was very impressive, very impressive called Get a Fix. Um, was always looking like the likely winner. Couldn't get clear running. Then it did get clear running and really showed a nice turn of foot. Another, Fantastic. Another what price is it? 
think it was about $3 or something. Where's the tip, boys? Yeah, you left us out, Pap's punt. Um, and uh, the other interesting thing, there was another horse in the race called Railway Man, which cost $2.5 million. Oh, dear. It was, it was pretty disappointing, yeah. Oh, dear. And then there's a, amazingly, there's a horse in the race called Dale, which is part owned by Matt Damon. I saw, yeah, I saw <laughs> that on racing.com when I was uh, doing a bit of form last night. Not a so, great picture of him they put up, I've got to say. That's the one of him in the tab. Yeah. 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 yeah Looked yeah. awful. Yeah. Um, so, well done, Paps Punt. What else? Uh, Obamburamai, the horse that no one could pronounce and pronounce the name of until it came and won the Golden Eagle. Hit and run visit for the Doncaster, which is interesting. Josh Parr will stay on board. Mm. $13 with Ladbrokes. Mm. Um, that was you think it's a good price? Um, no it, was, it, was pre- it won the Golden Eagle pretty well, but I guess yes. the, the, the Doncaster's a rising, rising grade. Mm. So Golden Eagle's just for four-year-olds. But um, It's yeah. exciting with these big races upon us now. It all starts next week. So next Saturday we've got the CF or Stakes and um, Mr. Brightside's favourite. Okay. Alligator Blood, it sounds like Alli- Alligator Blood's gone. Right. Injured, won't be back. Probably retired, yeah? Yeah. Getting that, older. So I think uh, they're sort of quoting about even money for Mr. Brightside at the moment. Okay. Mm, Worry about that next week. That's yeah. Cool. Um, Mitch Marsh, mm. Alan Border Medal. I think everyone in Australia liked to see that. Fizzer. You yeah, he seems that? like a champion bloke. Yeah. Yeah. Great speech. Yeah. Um, I, I didn't see any of it, but yep. yeah. It's really good to see him come back and, and win that Alan Border Medal, but it's also really good to see how the public have warmed to him. So, yeah, it's also bad to see how they turn on people yeah. where for, for no reason. Everyone's just doing their best and they've yeah. always sort of, you know, got people that they hate for no reason at all. It's just... Australian way, but it's also worldwide. When yeah, you looked at that Beckham doco, what he went through, like yeah. why do we put shit on so many champion people out there just doing their best and having a go? I don't well, you don't know it. who that you don't know them, which is and well, that's probably one of the advantages of social media and the digital revolution is that you can get to know these people so much easier. Yeah, back in Beckham's day, it's impossible to get to know him because all you can see is him on the old commercial TV stations. Whereas now it's a lot easier. The docos are people. fantastic, aren't they? Now? Yeah, there's a lot of them. But Netflix keep pumping them out. Mm. Um, what else? Merch plug. Obviously, uh, you can get our merch. It's going well. A lot of people have gone into our store and board. That's why I appreciate that. Don't be afraid to go and find it. Great quality merch at great prices. Content. We're always producing great content. You are? The Imperatrix doco, I guess we'd call it, was out last night. A lot of people really loved it. If you want to know what it's like to be at track work with the fastest horse in Australia, maybe the world, go watch that doco. Big one. Ray Warren. We had Rabs Warren in the den. Yeah, big thank you to Ray. Yeah. How'd it go? Really well, really well. I um, It was a big opportunity and I didn't want to leave anything out on the ground, as they like to say in rugby league. And I don't think I did. I was, I was happy with my Were you nervous going into interviewing uh, such a legend? It's, it's funny. He like said, Ray. he was like, we talked about him and anxiety and nerves. And he says, I get very nervous. He actually said, I was nervous before coming to see you today. But once they hit the you're button. such a big star nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> but they, um, but he said once they hit the button, I'm just I go into yeah. sort of a different mode and a different world. And Did I you f- find that? Definitely, like it took, like it, I mean, he doesn't know me at all. Yeah, and I find that's always interesting with my guests. And one thing I really try to do is to get them to like relax and you know, be open up. And and the goal of my podcast is that like they forget that they're in a podcast and they're just sitting here having a chat, ha- having a chat as two mates. And he definitely got to that point. Fantastic. Yeah, the first Look 20 minutes to took a while to warm up. But it, I think it, it ends up going for close to an hour. But right. there's, some, there's some great um, conversations about some iconic Australian sporting moments. And we talk about the champions of the turf as well, or his champions of the turf. Yes. That's so a really good podcast. Fantastic. You got yeah. the Hayes boys on coming up? Yeah, they're week. the week after that. Yep. Then I'm doing a really interesting podcast. I'm going to the English sales with Sam Kavanagh, Mark Kavanagh's son. He's had, yep. a, he's had a difficult life. He's got some pretty serious health challenges at the moment, but he's marching so forward 
and he's going to the English Classic Sale to try and buy some champion horses. Um, and we're going to follow him around and have a chat with him as well. Fantastic. So it just keeps rolling, yeah. yeah. Um, I think that's sort of it. We've got the comps as usual. Um, yep, we're Wednesday through, we, Wednesday's gone now. Thursday, Friday, Saturday. But you know what else we've got tonight? Powerball, $200 million <laughs> carryover. I'm going to play that. I've You're had such a it? shit couple of weeks. <laughs> I'm going to actually put a ticket in. I'm going to spend about 1200 I reckon. Yeah, great. And if you win it, you got to take a significant amount of the den to Las Vegas oh, for yeah. the rugby league weekend. Absolutely. So if you win it, hundred, we take a hundred people from the den to Vegas. Yes, I will. Unreal. All right, that's a great Absolutely. place to finish. Hopefully, we see you all in Vegas in February <laughs> or what is it? March, start of March, when yeah, the King's Zone March. wins it. Early. Up March. the den. See you on Saturday. <laughs>